Welcome to the Wealth Standard Podcast with host Patrick Donahoe, author of the best-selling personal finance book, Heads I Win, Tales You Lose, and one of the nation's most influential financial advisors. The Wealth Standard's focus this season is investing. 2020 opened with markets and asset prices at all-time highs, but many of us experience more financial uncertainty now than we did a decade ago. Although there are more choices and opportunities than ever before, the risk-to-reward ratio teeters on a global fulcrum, contributing to the roller coaster of emotions surrounding financial well-being. It seems like everyone is walking on eggshells. This season, we'll cover topics revolving around investment theory and strategy, atypical investments versus conventional investments, and the role of investing within personal wealth strategies. The Wealth Standard Podcast is committed to inspiring you to be more financially free. There is no better time to gain clarity about your wealth strategy, your investments, and your financial future than now. Hey everyone, this is Patrick. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. It's going to be a short one, but I appreciate the response to the last podcast and your willingness to answer some questions for me. I really appreciate that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, in last episode, I had requested that you guys, the audience, would help me to design a course, an online course specific to this uh, this audience, this podcast audience. And a lot of it is relevant to what we've discussed this year, some of the topics and themes relating to what true wealth is, and of course, trying to figure out how to navigate toward what you really want in life. So if you guys are interested in giving me some feedback, the survey is still available. So go head over to the show notes at thewealthstandard.com. Okay. If you guys are watching on video, I'm a little underdressed today. I'm actually up at our place in the mountains. We are on fall break for the kids and my brother and his family came out as well. So we're just spending some time up, up here. It's somewhat cold, but nonetheless really peaceful. And, and I had an experience on the way up and that's what I wanted to talk about today for this, uh, for this episode. So on the way up, there's, we came up probably around nine, 10 o'clock at night and it's about an hour drive outside of Salt Lake. And there's a canyon that is usually somewhat busy during the day. And this time of night, it was complete black and there weren't any, any cars on the road as we were coming up and which was very rare and lots of animals crossing the street, etc. But at the end of the road, it's probably about a five, six mile road. At the end of the road, there's a T. So in one direction, you go north into Wyoming, the other direction you go east and it kind of goes on the other side of Park City. And there were a bunch of sirens there. And so as we approached this T and this is pretty, you can go probably 50, 60 miles an hour on this, uh, on this road. And at the T what had happened is the car that was it essentially crashed through this, this big wall, uh, didn't see the stop sign and just kept on going as if the road continued, uh, straight. And I'm not sure what the outcome was, but given all of the ambulances, it was not pretty. And so the reason why I bring that up is because, you know, I think sometimes we're wired to believe and live as if we had 50 years ahead of us, a hundred years ahead of us. We're going to die at 95, but we don't know what happens. Every day is different. Every day is dynamic. Our wiring and our patterns are very similar. At the same time, our experiences 
can be completely different. Our environment is completely different, but our patterns are the same. So the topic I wanted to talk about was what wealth is in relation to experiences. I believe that wealth is found in experience and relative to the degree of our presence in that experience. So my question to you is how are you showing up in your daily experiences? Are you showing up based on what your pattern has dictated? You know, human nature answers questions because of how prone we are to patterns and habitual behavior. We address the same questions. We address the same situations in a very similar way. And I'm certainly no exception. And that's the example I'm going to give. You know, in the past, whether it was vacation or a trip or dinner with my wife or being out with, uh, with the kids, I had so much going on. I had emails I had to answer. I had text messages showing up. I had online messages showing up. I had this project in which I played a role. I had to record this. I had to try this. I had to do this. I had so much weighing on me. And what it did is it, it bled into all areas of my life. And I found myself in some pretty amazing places, whether vacation or trips, and, and I didn't enjoy them uh, at all. And it became frustrating because I was in these incredible places. I was able to, to be with the people that I love and I wasn't able to enjoy myself. And so there was a teaching that I was exposed through, through Tony Robbins and some of the events I went through with him. And it took a few go arounds for it really to connect. And I shared a little bit of that experience earlier in the year at the Platinum Group Finance event. So I think it was probably a February episode in which I talked about it, but there was something I connected and it's made a, a massive difference. And I've been able to enjoy myself so much more. And of course, there are still times in which my old patterns creep in. At the same time, I'm now present to that. I'm able to adapt and adjust so that I can take advantage of the experience and enjoy, really enjoy myself. Because in the end, time is so short. I mean, I look at my daughters and they're grown women. They're in their teenage years. They have just a couple years left at home and it pains me sometimes. The time has gone by so fast. And don't get me wrong, there's been incredible experiences I've had with them. And at, at the same time, I realize that my inability to adapt situationally has impacted the degree of happiness and fulfillment I have in those experiences. Taking a break from the show, I want you to know about a course I created for successful real estate investors that I'm making available to my podcast audience for free. You guys know that stupid business and real estate investment decisions almost cost me everything in 2009 and 2010. And since then, it's been my mission to teach you listeners the invaluable lessons I learned during this strenuous time so you don't have to experience those same lessons. Perpetual Wealth Real Estate is an online course that teaches you a financial strategy I use personally with all of my real estate investments to ensure a profitable transaction and maximize the overall return. The Perpetual Wealth Real Estate course is my gift to you. Register today for free at thewealthstandard.com forward slash ROI. Again, the URL is thewealthstandard.com forward slash ROI, Romeo Oscar Indigo.
My point behind all of this really relates to the topics over the last couple of, of months because money does not just give you better experiences. Money does not give you just this complete different mindset shift just because you're able to drive a certain car or go on vacation or live in a neighborhood, etc. It amplifies who you already are. And that's my point behind this idea of mindset first, your state first, your understanding of the miracle we have of living in 2020 with all of the technology, the communication capability, the, the medicine that we have, the understanding of our, ourselves based on you know biofeedback or other, other means, our ability to communicate with loved ones we are able to live on. There's so much to be grateful for right now, but society continues to find itself in dire straits as if the world was going to, was going to end. And so my point is, there are ways in which we can show up and really capitalize on the experience of life. And I believe that if you're able to do that before you have a lot of money coming in, it makes it, uh, it makes it easier because the situations and problems and challenges just amplify because of financial wealth. This is the teaching that really impacted me. So Carl Jung is a psychologist and I'm not a psychologist by any means. I am intrigued, actually fascinated by human behavior, what makes us tick, why we do certain things, why we continue to do certain things, why we do things that we know are wrong, but still we continue to do them. And we're all, I think, subject to this to some degree. But Carl Jung talked about these, these aspects or factions of our personality called archetypes. And there are some primary archetypes that are out there. And what I started to do is, is connect to the different aspects of my personality and be able to understand what aspect of personality is best suited for certain experiences that I had. So let me give you some examples. So first off, let me explain the different archetypes. And Carl Jung has, has many different ones, but there are some common ones, whether it's in mythology, whether it's in history, you have uh, the king archetype. You also have the magician archetype. You have the lover archetype and you have the warrior archetype. Now, talked about this before, most people show up as one of the three, I would say, tier two archetypes, which is the magician, the lover, and the warrior. I call these like situational archetypes. And the king archetype is very rare. And I look at really how I've shown up in the past and it's either the warrior or the lover. And what I started to realize is that tapping into my king, my sovereign archetype for women would be the queen archetype. And it's being able to understand that that archetype is essentially the leader. It is, you can picture a good king and there's so many different examples of it but they're able to essentially understand and lead the other three archetypes situationally so that when the magician needs to show up to have fun or to be creative, the magician shows up. If the warrior needs to show up because something has to be overcome, a fear or a challenge has to be broken through, the warrior is able to show up. And then the lover is able to show up in times where compassion is needed, empathy is needed. And I look at really the organization of these archetypes, especially as I look at the different experiences, the different situations I find myself in every day, and then essentially knowing, okay, my magician is the best to show up in this, to have fun, to enjoy a night out, to uh, enjoy a game, a board game, to be able to, to solve some problems and be creative and be agile. The lover, when it comes to my family, when it comes to a neighbor, when it comes to someone that's gone through a hard time, the warrior, when I need to overcome something, when I need to conquer and push through and fight through somebody or fight through something, the warrior shows up. 
these archetypes have enabled me really to to understand myself better, but also to be able to enjoy the everyday experiences that I have. So here's my challenge to you guys. This could be a short podcast, but I'm going to end with a challenge. I want you guys, number one, as it related to the first uh, story I explained, this car crash coming through the canyon as I was coming up into the mountains this week, is to take a moment and be, I would say, let's take 30 minutes. Take 30 minutes in something that you have going on and be able to be as close to 100% present as possible. Present meaning you are completely engaged. There's a power to being fully engaged and to uh, play full out. The second challenge I have to you is to start to look inside yourself, inside your personality and identify the magician in you, the fun, the happy-go-lucky, the creative, the agile part of your personality. Identify the lover side of your personality where you're compassionate, where you're loving, where you're empathetic. And then identify the warrior inside of you, the one who shows up, the one who is able to break through a wall if that's what's needed. But here's the most important one, to start to identify the archetypal king, the sovereign or the queen inside of you, the one who rules, the one who cares about what's right, the one who's noble, not the dark or shadow side of that archetypal personality, but the actual light side, the sovereign side. So identify these archetypes and sometimes people name them. Sometimes people associate them with characters in history that they have an affinity toward. And then once you are able to identify those aspects or factions of your personality, it's then identifying some situations in which you can show up in that archetypal side of your personality and enjoy and achieve and succeed. So this is what's worked for me. And it's uh, actually a part of the course that I want to uh, to create is actually going into a lot more detail when it comes to understanding your archetypes and then being able to situationally apply them and enjoy and thrive in certain experiences as opposed to just kind of winging it and figuring things out. All right, guys, just wanted to be light today with a, a I think it was only 15 minutes long, but I appreciate your attention. And I hope you guys gain something from this challenge. Would love to hear from you. Email me at hello at thewealthstandard.com and let me know about your experiences. That's it for today. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Standard Podcast. Be sure to visit the show's official website, thewealthstandard.com, for appropriate disclaimers and terms of service. Guest opinions are their own. If you require specific investing, financial, legal, tax, or any other specialized advice, please consult an appropriate professional. We welcome and appreciate reviews of the show. Head on over to iTunes or Stitcher to leave your review. And don't forget to subscribe to the show to get access to every new episode and exclusive interviews this season. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.